What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you're here with me today, and um, I'm feeling a little silly. There's a lot of energy floating around, which we'll get into, but let me just say that I'm super happy that you're here with me today for another show of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, and we're here on the Inspired Choices Network. I mean, where else would you want to be tuning into, right? So today is um, a very busy day from an energy perspective. And so those of you who know me, you know that I am a coach and I'm an energy healer uh, and I'm an expert healer. And I'm also very uh, knowledgeable about crystals and becoming far more knowledgeable about the moon and all these things going on around me because what I do and how I show up in the world is constantly changing. And so that's all said just to kind of introduce today. So we are August 30th, 2023, and we have a very special day from a planetary perspective and an energy perspective as well. We have what's called a blue supermoon today. So blue just means that we've got two full moons in one calendar month. We had one on August 1st, and we've got one on August 30th. So it's it's nothing too unusual. It's kind of where that saying is, you know, once in a blue moon. But what really adds to today is that it's also a super moon. And that's when the moon is significantly closer to the earth. And as a result, you feel the impact of it a lot more. Even those of you who say, nah, I'm not impacted by any of that. You are. You're just ignoring it. And that's cool. Not a problem. But the moon affects the cells in our body. It affects the way we think. It affects our hormones. It does all of this because the moon is very tied into water. Well, guess what your body's made of? Majority of you, all these cells, spaces, and atoms and everything, like we got water everywhere flowing around us. So we are impacted by the moon. And when it gets closer, the impact is more. And I'm really feeling it today. So... Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go there, too. So the reason I'm wearing what I'm wearing is also because of the energy of today. So I have said many times that it's really important to connect to your body. And in doing so, I often help people by giving them tools to play with. And one is, what would your body like to wear? You ask it every day. Hey, body, what do you want to put on today? And my body tells me what it wants to wear every day. I ask absolutely every day, sometimes more than once a day if I'm getting changed a couple of times, as such as Wednesdays when I change for our show. And I put two shirts out thinking, oh, I'll wear one of these for the show. No, not at all. I looked at them and I immediately went, oh, I don't want those. And it was my body speaking to me. So this is what it wants to wear, polka dots. And I immediately thought of them being as all tiny little baby mini full moons. Okay, fine, cute, whatever. But then from a jewelry perspective, it was insisting that I wear pearls. 
And so I pulled out a bunch. I've got earrings, ring, necklace on. I chose not to put the bracelets on because, to be honest, they make too much noise on the show. <laughs> and pearls are inner wisdom. They represent water. They actually have um, like the essence and movement of water within each pearl, especially if you look at them very closely, you can see that movement. They're full of wisdom and they represent so much that fits with both a full moon and also being in Pisces and the energies that are here today. So I'm wearing a lot of uh, items to facilitate the energies that are coming in. We'll see what that does from the show, but right now it's making me very happy, very giddy, and excited as to what we're going to talk about. And what better day than this special blue supermoon, full moon day, than to talk about enjoying the experience of life. <laughs> I didn't put it together a few weeks ago when I designed the show for today that this was the date of what was going on. And so it's very appropriate because today, many of you, myself included, may be feeling a little different than you normally do. You may have been feeling different for a few days and it could be culminating today. In the Northern Hemisphere, the moon for us becomes at its fullest point at 9.30, either 9.35 or 9.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So later on this evening, once it peaks, then some people start to have less uh, impact from the energies and the vibrations of it. And it just dwindles out nicely over the next couple of days. So when we're going to talk about experiencing this thing called life and how to enjoy it, what do you do when you get kind of thrown off kilter? For a lot of us, that happens on a regular basis. And we kind of think or feel that this is kind of normal. We expect to have times where we struggle. I don't think many people, if if any, maybe one or two <laughs> somewhere in the world think that it's normal or, or relatively easy to be happy all the time and to have no stress and no struggles. I don't agree with that. Um, I, I generally am a pretty happy person. I have a lot of tools and things that I do, which I'll share with you, like how I set my day up and what I do so that I'm in the best position that I can create to handle whatever life brings to me each day. But I actually don't think that being in that happy state 24-7 is attainable. Um, and But I'm happy to be proven wrong. So if you've found that, please share. I would love to know more. So I think if I was to say, you know, like, do you think you could be happy 24-7? Do you think you could be blissful, joyful 24-7? I think most of you are going to say uh, no, right? That's not realistic in the way our lives run. And that's, you know, pretty accurate. So instead of looking at this as being a problem, how about we look at it and say, what do we do with this? How do we make things work the best for us? And I've got a note in the uh, in the chat room that it's a nine day completion, the moon's the lunar cycles. And yeah, most people will talk about, you know, 
four or five days prior and then three or four days afterwards. But yeah, so nine days, depending on how you look at it and how you're affected, that makes sense. So thank you. So if we're going to assume that we're going to have times where things get a little rough, that we could feel like we're kind of being knocked over a little bit. Um, I often use the analogy of weeble people. Those of you who are younger, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But when I was a kid, I had this big blow up mm, bowling pin shaped, I don't know, figure clown that had a face on it. But in the bottom was a little sandbag. It was filled with sand. And so you could punch it or hit it and it would go back and forth and it would come back and it was it was fun and it was all these things. But it's a great analogy for sometimes how we feel like you feel like you're getting knocked over. You don't actually fall. You don't hit the ground. Oh, they still have them. I see in the chat. OK, cool. <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> so but it it knocks you off your your center point, your balance point. And depending on how far you tilt is going to determine how much impact it's going to have on you. And depending on your perception of how far you tilt over will also have an impact on you. Both are really important for us to look at. And we will look at this because it's not just the moon or planets or astrology, um, your human design, whatever, however you want to look at, you know, um, guidelines or guideposts for, for your being and your day that knock you over. Things can just happen. You know, like a couple of weeks ago, I had real problems with my computer. That knocked me over a little bit. It caused a lot of stress and anxiety. And what do I do? And since I'm not super well versed in how to look after a computer or how to troubleshoot it, you know, it. I had to sort of center myself and think, OK, what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? This is out of my scope of knowing how to change this and fix it. You know, and so those are the steps that I took versus I could have just gone into freeze. Or gone into flight. Those are other options. And frequently. People will go into freeze or into flight, maybe fight, not quite as much, but depends on the situation when something starts to knock them off balance. Knowing how to change this, knowing how to recognize this, knowing different steps that you can take will make the world of difference as to how you experience every day. There is ups and downs, ebbs and flows all the time. Knowing that without expecting that is good information. When you're expecting the other shoe to drop or when you're expecting and saying, okay, so what's going to happen today? You are bringing that energy towards you. And then it may become something that actually starts to show up in your life. How often do you maybe think the thought, um, oh, here we go again, or here I go again. Or, wow, this stuff is always coming up. What is wrong? 
well, maybe nothing's wrong. But maybe the way you're looking at it is influencing what's happening. And if you're always going to be thinking, you know, you know, uh, what else can happen? What's next? Then remember that little part in the back of the brain, that reticular activating system that I talk about quite often. It hears that phrase. So what's going to go wrong next? And it starts to look around and looks in your environment and in your world. And your brain starts to seek out what can go wrong. It's going to draw your attention to what could go wrong next. And if you focus on it, you may actually bring that into your reality and have that show up and that will go wrong. Now, this may sound like a super simplistic way of looking at it and thinking, oh, yeah, so if I just don't think that thought anymore, cool, nothing will go wrong. Hmm, maybe not quite true. Stuff happens. However, there's a good likelihood you're going to minimize what's going to go wrong in your day with changing your perception and your wording. This can apply to all areas of your life, family, health, business, uh, hobbies, things that are fun to do. You know, like it it goes through every area and aspect of your life as well as it impacts every aspect of your physical body and your energetic bodies that are around you. I don't tend to talk about those very much. They're certainly something that's very much in my wheelhouse of expertise and understanding our energetic bodies. Um, how do you work with energy if you don't understand energetic bodies? So it's very much there. But it's, how do I want to phrase this? Hmm. What I'm hearing is the language you choose to use on a regular basis, that language that's sort of on autopilot, and we all know my views on autopilot, okay? Not a great place to hang out. These are what will impact your day, impact your experience of life, and impact how you're going to look at experiencing life tomorrow, next week, next month, five years from now. This language is really critical. And we're going to go into how to work with that uh, a little later in the show. So we're going to come up to our first break now. Like time is flying by already. Can you feel these energies? I sure can. So don't go away. Sit and ponder. Listen to the commercials. I don't know. Pull out some pearls if you own some and put them on. Tap into your own inner being while we are on our break. You're here with myself, Karen Leslie on the Inspired Choices Network, and on Cultivating Kindness today, we are talking about enjoying the experience we call life. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? 
Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. You know, I was listening to the commercials as well. And one of the things I don't think I've ever told anybody, now maybe it was perhaps on the very first show when Christine McIver was introducing me to the world, is I don't know if I've ever told you where I'm from. I live in Ontario, Canada. And I would love to know, where are you? So you can either put in um, comments if you're listening on one of the different platforms, or you can send me an email and let me know. Or of course, you can find me on all different social media platforms. And I'll just look for Karen Leslie and put in, you know, send me a message. You know, hey, I listened to your show in, I don't know, are you in Thailand? Are you in Spain? Are you in Calgary? Like, where are you? I would love to know. So um, if you feel so inclined, send me a message. All right, so back to today's topic. So we we kind of talked about that it, maybe it's not realistic to think that everything's going to flow smoothly and we'll just be in the state of happiness 24-7 because things come up, sure. However, there's got to be a way that we can enjoy life more than perhaps you currently are right now. And I believe, I know, actually, I know for a fact that that is true. Because I enjoy my life now so much more, like so much more than I did a couple of months ago, than I did five years ago, let alone 16, 25, 52 years ago. All right. We are meant to change. And I know there's all kinds of cute cartoons and, you know, caterpillars and butterflies and all these things where we can depict. Uh, images of of changing and of growth but the reality I mean it really just boils down to our cells in our body they are constantly changing they're renewing regenerating sometimes degenerating depending on what's going on but constantly changing and as a result the chemicals the hormones everything in our body are changing as well that impacts our thinking, 
And so if you wish to change and evolve in a way to bring more satisfaction, to bring more happiness, to feel like your desires are being fulfilled, however it shows up for you, then it's important to change. It's important to not hold this mindset that you've got to stay where you are now because it's it's too scary to change into the unknown or there's too much fear or doubt. That will really keep you experiencing life in the same way every day. And possibly there's a strong likelihood that that will also start to deteriorate the way you're experiencing your life every day in the future. We are meant to change. We are meant to try new things. We are meant to experiment. We're meant to fail. We're meant to struggle and we're meant to succeed and have fun and to love what's going on. One of the key areas that we need to really be aware of is how do we react when something comes along that was making us feel like a weeble people and we're being tilted a little bit and getting knocked off our, our balance a little bit. Right? Remember those phrases? Oh, here I go again. Ah, this again? Right? How we look at these things is really important. Changing how we look at them is critical. So step one is you've got to slow down enough that you hear the thoughts and the words you're saying. Hear, you know, ask for it to be repeated. Ask for it to be rewound and said to you again what you just thought. And you can actually do that. And recognize the patterns as to how you're thinking. Recognize whether you're waiting for the next shoe to fall. Then you've got your starting point. So you've got a belief that's creating a reality that keeps showing up. So you keep experiencing life in a way that may not be what you're choosing. Well, sorry, it is what you're choosing, what you would like it to be. So some belief clearing work is probably ideal. I think it's ideal for everybody. I don't think there's really a person on the planet that belief clearing work would not be of some form of assistance for them. When we change how we are looking at something, we can change our whole perception around it. Like there's a really famous quote um, by Wayne uh, Dyer. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's been around for a long time. And the man's so correct. I mean, yes, when you change how you look at something, what you're looking at, it does change. I mean, a photographer knows this so well. They've, they've got the camera, it's set up, and they're, they're going, they take their picture. And then just moving the camera ever so slightly or maybe a lot so you're coming at it from a completely different angle will change the subject that you're looking at and sometimes it will change that image quite drastically when you compare those two photos so to do that 
often we need to change our belief about something to be able to change our perspective. When we go to change our perspective, sometimes we can get some resistance from our body, from our mind, from the gut everywhere. And that's okay. And it may feel like you're a little bit weeble people again. Not a problem. When you're working with the tools and you are committed to changing how you want to look at something so that you can enjoy your life more, perhaps to the fullest, whatever that might mean for you, then you'll get there. You will absolutely get there. It may take longer doing it on your own. It may be a little quicker if you seek out some help and somebody to work with, but you can do this. Our beliefs are so powerful. Any affirmation, um, any uh, prayers, any um, other words of inspiration that you may have, they will not override your belief. So did you catch that? Any positive affirmations, any prayers, any string of words that you put together to say on a daily basis, they will not override your belief. In order for these to work, they need to be in line with what you believe. That is one of the ways that positive affirmations and law of attraction and that works is that you actually believe that that's possible. Even if it's a little bit, tiny little bit, that's all you need. Just that spark of energy to be there to assist. But if you are of the mindset, well, that's just not possible. It will not be possible. I can't move my camera. My subject's in front of me. I need to take this picture head on, straight ahead. Well, if you believe that, you will never see what beautiful image could be waiting for you if you allowed yourself to move and look from a different vantage point or perspective or angle. Our beliefs are so strong that we just thinking different words will not override them. It's really, um, no, okay, I'm being told, no, we need to look at the cards that I drew for this show. This will help. So one of the cards was called um, the inner voice. And it talked about how that inner voice, that inner knowing, that wisdom, intuition that we all have inside of us, it's very subtle. It can be very quiet. People will refer to it sometimes as whispers. And so you need to have chosen to listen for them. When you listen, then you'll receive the information. Then you'll receive how it sounds, what it looks like, and you tune into it. And then all of a sudden, it's not quite so quiet because you understand the energy or the frequency that that intuition is using to speak to you. Now, that can even be a physical symptom. Sometimes your body will get your attention with an itch 
or a, a, hopefully just a slight discomfort if it's going to go that direction or a tingle or something. But when you, especially when it's subtle and you then pause and recognize, oh, something's different. Then you have access to this inner voice, to this new information that really wants your attention. The other card was you are protected and it was Archangel Michael. And this was all about being here, Archangel Michael being here, guiding you, directing you, supporting you as you release any feelings or situations that are not helpful or kind for you. They're not serving you anymore. And we all have a bunch of those. Excuse me. But we tend to ignore them. And so your inner voice wants to get your attention. So you stop ignoring them. And Michael is there saying, I got you. It's okay. We can do this together. Releasing our judgments and releasing fears and doubts is key to moving into having more ease and more fun with enjoying this experience called life. Our spiritual truth, which is what Michael wants us to tune into and what our inner voice card wants us to tune into, that spiritual truth is going to be specific for you. It's going to be what's right and correct for you, not anybody else. Nobody's like you. We're all special, unique, and individual. We all came from that same spark and however you want to define that. And that's within each and every one of us. But how it shows up, what it creates, it's all going to be different. So your spiritual truth, your inner voice is going to be specifically and specially for you. So are you willing to listen? Because chances are really good. It's going to give you some information or some a piece of wisdom that may not or will not fit with one of your beliefs. A belief that is giving you less of an opportunity to truly enjoy your life. All right, we have come to another break. So again, please don't go away. Stay with us. Listen to the commercials. Or maybe close your eyes and just pause and be quiet for just this couple of moments while we are on our break and see if you can tap into that inner voice or feel Michael's presence with you because he is definitely here with bringing him up into the show. I mean, he showed himself wanting to be here with us um, weeks ago. So see if you can connect. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're with myself here, Karen Leslie, on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And if you feel so inclined, please send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca. Let me know if you tried to connect in during this break and what happened. All right, don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of moments. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? 
Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so let's move on. We've already talked a lot about some of the stuff that's in the way of you enjoying this experience called life. So let's see what we can do now and what I can share with you so that you can enhance this experience. Assuming you want to, that is. I certainly do. So I'll share with you a couple of um, things that I do every day uh, that has been helpful for me, just to give you some ideas that um, maybe you could play around with. Or, um, you know, if you are here with us, you know, you can always pop into the chat room if you're listening live, come on over and put into the, um, the chat box and let us know, like, okay, so what works for you? Or if you've got any questions about uh, what I'm going to share with you. So to begin with, I find that it's extremely important for me, super helpful, to have something both in the morning and in the evening. So it's like I bookend my day. I start it in a certain way that is um, uplifting and sets me up in the, a mindset and an energetic uh an energetic frame of mind is what the words are that are coming forward. So I don't know if that quite makes sense to you. So that I move into my day with hope, with expectations as to how things will turn out. I move into my day really looking forward to the day, regardless as to what's going on. Um, especially important. If we we're, we will have an activity or something we know that's coming up that we may not be overly thrilled about, right? Let alone something that could just pop in and kind of knock you over a little bit. And then I do the same in the evening. I close down my my day. I do this literally in bad parts of it before I go to sleep in a way that and sets up my night for optimal sleep for optimal healing and taking care of myself. So let's have a look at that. And, and truly, I do find that doing these things and, and other things during the day, which I'll get to as well, it does greatly decrease 
the times where I feel like I'm being knocked knocked over a little bit. All right. So in the mornings, I have um, a clearing protocol that I use every every morning. And what it does is it clears my energy, clears the energies um, around my home, my business, um, my finances, anything that I'm involved in, as well as creativity and what I'm looking to create. It clears the energies around that. It clears entities. It clears uh, thought processes. It clears a number of different things so that I'm not carrying sort of this baggage or garbage around with me. Next is I, I call back all of my power and authority. Because during the night, right, my soul, your soul, they're all off doing their thing. I don't know what they do. Um, I don't have a good sense of that, to be honest. But I know that it goes and does stuff. So I call it all back. I call back my energy, my power, and I call it back in a way that it's specific to just me. Um, that it's clean and it's recalibrated and that it's from all timelines and lifetimes and dimensions. So, all right, I'm getting very strong message that some of this information I'm going to make some videos on and putting it on my YouTube channel. So if you don't follow me on YouTube, um, you might wish to look me up and subscribe, and then you'll have access to this. I've just got oh, three videos now that I will create over the next day or two, and I will get put up into YouTube for you. So that's another thing that I do. Uh, after that, I'll listen to often a guided meditation. I have a few that I love. Um, I've done some guided meditations for others. I have those recordings every now and then I'll listen to one of my own kind of a weird experience, but uh, they work. And so I'll do a guided meditation. They're often. Hmm, the ones I'm doing right now are ones that bring in confidence. They are ones that help me to look into the future as to what I wish to create and acknowledging who I am. So it's they're very uplifting and the energy in them just makes my body very happy. I will sometimes put on, oh, I don't know how to say this, solfleggio frequencies. Sometimes I will play those on a very low volume. They're not meant to be played loud. Seriously, low, low volume when you listen to those. And that will be more in a second part after guided meditations that I'll put one of those on. And I will have a moment where I will receive divine love and love for myself. And then I often give it a color and then I flow it out to the world. I flow it out into my home, into my community. I flow it out to the country and the world at large. And I send a blessing out to everybody, everything, every living cell and organ, or, or, organism on the planet. And when I do the country, I take it out to the borders of our waters on international waters. I don't just keep it into the land mass that it's our borders. I take it beyond that to the edges of the waters that surround Canada because we have waters on all sides of us. For a landlocked country, yeah, you don't need to worry about that. 
And then I ask for a blessing for myself. I feel this is important. I think that it's fine, correct, a good idea to ask for your own blessing. So I connect into um, divine source. For me, I talk about it as divine source prior to any disruptions. And I sit and I receive from this energy. I have no expectations of it. I don't ask for a type of blessing. I just receive and I let it flow down through me. So these are my morning steps. They really set my day up. And then I do something very similar in the evening. I do that same clearing for entities and energies around me that may have come in during the day. I clear all of that before I go to sleep at night. Right? I, again, call back my power and my authority before I go to sleep. Because my energy goes all over the place. I work with so many people during the day that I know I'm tapping in and I'm working with and I'm assisting. So I call all of my energy back solely for me. I'll tell my body when it's time to go to sleep, hey, time to sleep. I'll give it a command. It's time to sleep. And then I also give a command to my, my being, my soul. And I, I tell my soul every night, you go do what you do. However, you are not allowed. You do not have permission to go into any battles, any wars, any fights, or anything like that in any dimension or reality. It can go and do other kinds of work, but I don't want that energy brought back to me of having been in that kind of confrontational energy. Hope that makes sense, right? I also do um, a time of uh, gratitude and blessings. I look for what has gone well during my day, not just for me, but what have I done well? And I try to list out five things every night that I accomplished and that I can acknowledge. And I can say, well done, Karen. I boost my own internal sense of self every night. I also offer gratitude and thanks for other aspects of my life and the world around me and the world at large. And these steps send me into my sleep for the night in a way that is clear, purposeful, and I'm hearing the word clean. This all helps me wake up the next day for feeling better about my day. This way of handling my body and my energetic body and my thoughts enables me then to have more presence and more desire to changing my perception on something, to being able to look at something differently if something comes in and I start to kind of weeble, wobble back and forth and feel a little bit like I'm being knocked over. There's such empowerment when something shifts on you, when you know the strength that you have within you. These processes, morning and night, reaffirm that strength that is within me so that I can be present. And we're going to talk about this actually a lot more next week as well. So 
If some of this doesn't make sense, then please be sure to join us for next week's show. All right. We are talking about expect the unexpected. So it ties right in with this. Um, bring your questions. Send me an email beforehand if you've got something you want me to specifically address next week. And I'd be happy, so happy to add it into the show for you. Right. So recognizing how strong you are. Right. And remember, you're super strong with those beliefs that you have and that no affirmation is going to override that belief you've got. So doing something to strengthen your belief in yourself, giving yourself permission to look at and listen to what's going on is really, really important. All right. We are coming up to our third and final break. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. When we come back, okay, let's try and not let's try. We'll wrap all this together and pull it together so that when the show's over, you'll have a greater sense as to how you can be enjoying your experience of life beyond what you currently are today. Right. So hang in there. Don't go away. Listen to these commercials. And we will be back in just a couple of moments. Thanks for being with me today on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. All right. Thanks, everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. All right, everyone. That last segment was um, perhaps maybe a little odd for some of you, some of the hearing some of the things that I do. And that's cool. That's, that's totally fine. But you may also have heard something that intrigued you a little bit and thought, OK, maybe I might like to try that. I will get those videos put up for you. So, you know, look for my um, YouTube channel. Give me a couple of days, but I will get them there. There's already some information there and that that you might enjoy as well. So. Beyond the book ending of the day that I was talking about, what else can we do? Because stuff's going to come in. Sure. What I would love you to start to think about or look at is giving yourself permission to pause. So when something doesn't go great or something starts to have you feel like you're being knocked over a little bit, instead of going into an automatic reaction or an automatic thought process, and this will take a little bit of effort on your part. I want you to pause. Just take a breath. Whatever it might be. Um, put your hands together. Do whatever you want. But get yourself to pause. And then in that moment, when you take another breath, ask a question. Any question. Even saying, ah, what can I ask now? 
when we ask a question, we shift and change the energy we are currently in. So something happened, you're, you're resisting going into that autopilot of response or reaction. So when asking a question, it helps you break that energy pattern. It, it opens it up and gives an opportunity for something different to come in, something different to happen. So you may want to be looking at, especially if you were going to go to, oh, here we go again, or why am I, why is this happening again? I, along those thought patterns, you could be, okay, so what can I choose differently here? What is a different response that I can have now? Right? A question, a pause. Right? We want to change how your regular automatic thought patterns are keeping you in a limitation as to how you can enjoy your day. So ask this question, okay, what could I do different? Is there someone I can talk to? Right? Do I need to do something different? You might just need to, to get up and move. You know, if stress or doubt or something's coming in, like moving your body, shake it, like just move, get up and do something. If you're working from home or you have access or uh, the ability to leave a desk if you are at um, another job and you can get outside for even three to five minutes, do it. That can make a difference, all right? You want to do something in a different way to create a different result. So asking a question is really important. And as I said, even just saying, what can I ask now? Like, okay, Karen said, ask a question. What question can I ask? That in itself will work, especially if you are coming at it from a place of curiosity and true wonderment. Not that energy of, well, Karen said, ask a question. I don't know. What question can I ask? Right? That ain't going to work. <laughs> okay? Curiosity. Open the door for something else to come. Open up an opportunity for your, your inner voice, your inner wisdom to speak to you, to give you another option that you can look at. You don't have to take it. But it would be a great idea to at least look at it and consider it and then choose what will be best for you in that moment. Right? This isn't airy-fairy stuff. This is practical and very much based in you know, psychology. You want to have a different response into a situation that keeps repeating itself. A question is really great. Right? When we are working more with questions too, we invite more in, as I said, which lifts boredom. When we're doing things the same way all the time, we have the same thought pattern. Often we can get very bored with our life. So how much are you enjoying the experience of your life if a chunk of your day or a majority of your day is boring? When we get stuck in boredom, this is one of the big um Okay, driving forces behind falling into a depression. I'm not going to get into depression and all that in the show, but changing things up, breaking that cycle of boredom is really important. Allowing yourself to recognize that that's happening is really important. And it may be uncomfortable. 
it may bring up ideas and different beliefs that you might have to challenge. That may be really uncomfortable, but honest, the result on the other end after you do that is so worth it. I was so bored with my life, especially when I was really suicidal. Like I, I was so full of fear and I was so full of doubt and I was so bored because I had shrunk my life so small. I'd cut so many people off. I'd cut off so much of my energy and I was so bored. It took huge courage and support from others and learning new tools to crack that open and to allow myself to experience things I was afraid to experience, which was truly afraid to experience living. So I can't stress enough that I want to please, I would love you. My deep desire is for you to find a way to set up your day that's comfortable, that's encouraging, that's self-affirming for you, and then go into your day and be open-minded to looking at things from a different perspective. Write on a wall, put post-it notes up, ask a question, just put these little reminders so that you can experience things in a new way. Give yourself permission to see things in a different way. Allow that inner voice to come through. Invite in Archangel Michael. He was here with us today. Invite him in to help. And give yourself that opportunity to look at things in a different way, right? Remember, Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That goes for you. When you change the way you look at yourself, you change. It's not just outside of you. It's you as well. It's me. It's how I look at myself that has allowed me to change. It's my deep and sincere wish for all of you that you will find a way to enjoy your life even more, to not be upset and worried about when you start to get knocked over a little bit. And remember, call in ways of kindness, Bring that energy in. Let it flow through you, helping to move out that stickiness, that stuckness that is preventing you from enjoying the experience of your life to the way that is possible for each and every one of us, right? Waves of kindness. Thank you for being here. Please join us next week when we are talking about, right? Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.